This, 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 this is mythical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, while you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Sharks vs. Jets, Lakers vs. Celtics, and Sync vs. the Backstreet Boys. History's most intense rivalry seemed tame compared to the hottest question we've ever asked. Pizza rolls or bagel bites? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Ayer. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizada. And today, Nicole, yes. I say this every week. You I do? I say this every week. What I say th- that this is the most important oh. we've as- question we've ever asked. Um, this is probably the least important question we've ever asked, if I'm being dead honest with you. No, this has, this has some semblance of importance in it, my mind. It kind of, there is some cultural significance be- there is. because the pizza roll and the bagel bite crowd do seem to really hate each other. Yeah, they have beef. They have beef. There's no beef in, in it. It's, it's funny you mention that because <laughs> there is not a lot of food inside a pizza roll. I mean, there's food. I or don't, on top of bagel bite. Or on top of bagel bite. They're they're both like the most cost cutting frozen food snacks that you will ever see. Like yes. pizza rolls and bagel bites both go through such intense measures to cut costs. Did you say bagel bite or bagel bite? You know what's really funny? Bagel. I, I very I I enunciate bagel <laughs> mm-hmm. when I say you know like let's go get some bagels and schmear. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But then I say bagel bite <laughs> because I don't, I don't know. I think it's funny. I was funny. like, whoa. I was like, wait a second. Where's Josh from again? I the was bagels? Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. bagels. So the bugle bites. The thing about bugle bites <laughs> is, uh, no, I the pizza rolls and the bagel bites <laughs> communities seem to really hate each other. Mm-hmm. And history seems to be on the side of pizza rolls. There there are you know Rightfully so many so. memes. So you are team pizza rolls officially. I, I've always been team pizza rolls because confession time, I've never had a bagel bite You've before. You've never had a bagel I've bite. I've never, it's, it's, a, I can see from the photos, it's a disc. It is a, it is a disc. With a trough? Uh, I don't believe there's a trough. There is no actual trough. The, the toppings sit just oh, atop okay. the, the flesh of the bagel. Okay, but like whenever it cooks down, it doesn't like cook down into like a trough because the it photos sogs. I'm seeing right now, mm-hmm. it's a little sus. Yeah, so, so the sauce, it's frozen on top of the bagel uh-huh. and when you, <laughs> when you bake it, the sauce, you know, it, it thaws and it melts and then it soaks into the soft bready bagel. I see that. Is uh-huh. there a hole? Because I'm not seeing a hole. It is, um, and there is an anus. In the uh-huh. middle of the bagel it's bite. It's a sphincter. A sphincter. Yeah, anus and, and, has a purpose. Sphincter is all purpose. No, Remember well, I mean, that. anus is just the Latin word, word for, for ring. ring. Yeah, yeah. I've never we heard you about say this that lot. I talk about anus a lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, Josh it's, has never said that before to a, me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other day, uh, we were in the in the group text with me, you, Trevor, and V. We, uh-huh. were, we were all talking about pooping, and Julia was like over my shoulder when I was yeah. working from home. And she was like, is that work appropriate? And I was like, well, this is a workflow issue because we were supposed to have a meeting and Trevor was four minutes late. And, you know, he, yeah. he explained that he was pooping. And so then we all <laughs> talked about our own. And I think I don't think there's anything inappropriate about that. You know, it's 
Yeah. Maybe there should be some boundaries, but uh, I don't think any of us have boundaries with each other. But that's okay because I don't. I think mind. we have like the appropriate workplace boundaries. But like Ugh. pooping is everyone at work talks about pooping in euphemisms, right? Uh, in a way, like, like someone ten dis- two and stuff. Yeah, say ten two. Does anyone say ten two? Actually, no one actually says it. But someone disappears for ten minutes, and we're supposed to act like you know what? They just they got a call or something. No, I just say. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> like I just say I need, I need eight minutes. That is that is how it relates to work. Is I will be gone for eight minutes. What I am doing with that eight minutes is none of your business. Okay, back to the <laughs> conversation at hand. So the bagels have little holes in it, but yeah. but they're very very small. Yeah, so. they're just there. There's no purpose to the hole. Correct. It's just for the visual of that. It's a bagel. Correct. Right? Okay. And to even to to call them a bagel is. Probably a misnomer because you, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you associate with bagels, right? Uh, they're they're very chewy, they're very dense, they're sort of steamed, so it's almost a very kind of wet dough. It is a little steamy, no? Like the the I don't know, I've never had one. I'm just guessing. It is. It's only steamy because it's crusted in ice, you know. <laughs> oh. So so like there's not even I I don't maybe there is. God, I haven't had bagel bagel bites in a minute. I've last time I had both of these were probably just over a year ago. Mm-hmm. I actually got them side by side for a New Year's party because I'm a very classy young oh, man. Oh, okay. That's quite nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, we had just a large trough of dino nuggets, bagel bites, and pizza rolls. Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and so I had them side by side, and that is when I made my decision that bagel bites are far superior for a multitude of reasons. Go ahead. For a multitude of reasons. Go so, for it. One, I think there is something important for pizza, <laughs> for the cheese and the sauce and the toppings to hit the top of your palate directly. And okay. I mean this. I mean this, right? It's it's the reason I much prefer a slice of pizza to, I mean, a calzone's a whole different eating experience. Sure, yeah. But I think a slice of pizza, there's something beautiful about, you know, the cheese and the grease directly pressing against the roof of your mouth. Yeah, but what if you fold it? Yeah, I guess Don't that's a good point. I'm your, not a. You never fold your pizza. I am, but I kind of fold it and I bite it and then I unfurl it and then I mash it with my tongue. I see. One time I was watching something on YouTube and then all of a sudden, like you know how you just like autoplay and like YouTube just goes on like a crazy uh-huh. like tangent. Oh yeah. So all of a sudden I was watching the beginning scene of. Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta. Never seen it. You've never seen it, but there's a scene where he's eating two pizzas together, like on top of each other, and he's eating the pizzas. I just thought that was a good. Is that appealing to you? Is that is that a (laughs) is that why you prefer pizza rolls to bagel bites? No. Does this appeal to you, Nicole? Does does John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever appeal to you? No, I just thought about like like, and then he kind of folds it, but he still eats it, so it's like the cheese is still hitting his mouth, but it's still folded. I don't know. I'm sorry. Go you ahead. Watching Link eat the pizza Crunchwrap Supreme that we made. Yeah, I don't uh, remember and how he, he ate folded it. the Crunchwrap like in slice of New York pizza. He folded it. And Why did ate he it. do that? Well, it was so sogged through with garlic butter that he oh, could, yeah. and so I was like watching him. Was like, yes, you dunked it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, I prefer the cheese and everything to hit the top of your palate immediately, and I also think that pizza rolls, it's like leftover French fries to me, where there is no good way huh. to reheat it. Oh, interesting. So uh, I love pizza rolls because any way you eat them, they're good. Doesn't matter if they're fresh out of the microwave. I wouldn't say they're good. Any way you eat them, they are the same. No, they're not. If you put it in the microwave versus the oven versus a toaster oven, it's a different eating experience all the way around. But they're all delicious ways to eat it. I I guess I I feel that. I do feel that. They also taste good when they're reheated and then they're kind of like room temp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I don't mind eating them not cold, but like just a little bit colder than room temperature. Yeah, like um, something that's been left out. It's been heated and left out at room temp for like 45 minutes yeah. where there's still a little residual heat, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, Do totally. You, what, what's your preferred method of cooking a pizza roll? Uh, Toaster oven. It is but toaster that's oven. because I grew up with a toaster oven in my house, and I think a toaster oven is one of the most important tools in a kitchen. 
more so than a microwave. Hot take because we we do need to, to do that do discussion that. on the podcast. Like what's what's the most useful or useless kitchen appliance? We should just have a toaster oven versus a microwave debate. That'd be good because <laughs> I, I hate toaster ovens. Like when Julie and I we moved in together. How like, you how you toast bread? Don't say oven. I use a pan. I go dry, I dry toast in a you, pan. I prefer what? it. I prefer it. It dr- it dries out that the bread. Makes... Le- Don't look to Meggie for approval on that. Maggie, what is she shaking that her weird? head? Weird to toast bread in it's, a pan. It's just as quick. I have I have the the electric range that everyone criticizes me for when <laughs> I when I post on Instagram. Sorry, LA hard to find gas stoves in nice apartments. It is, it uh, is. but it has like the super boiler. You know oh, what I'm talking I see. about? There's the one burner yeah. that's labeled like turbo boiler. Yeah, turbo. Yeah, turbo. Which is to say this is the only burner that actually works. Yes. That's the favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's front left. Front left is the best burner in every single kitchen. Front left, let me see for me. It's front right for me, but you're left handed. Because I'm left handed. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> it's so funny how that works. <laughs> but yeah, I, I toast in a pan. So I think I never have a toaster oven on hand. Um if I need to, like I'll, you know, preheat an oven and just deal with it. But I, I prefer pizza rolls microwaved. Why? Is it because they're like mini Hot Pockets? Kind of. I do. And yeah, similar. Like I prefer Hot Pockets microwaved. I think when you put them in the oven, they kind of get too crispy. And that's yeah. not the experience that I want because I don't think there's enough filling inside pizza rolls to warrant the amount of crispiness on the outside. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, then I think you get this sort of like hard waxiness. I want like the steam from the filling to hydrate the outside of the pizza roll. Okay. And then sort of, you know, uh, make it almost like a steamed dumpling. Actually, V and I were just talking about this. I want to put pizza rolls in a bamboo steamer. Do it. I know. That's your next TikTok, man. That's the next Yeah, we're also talking about that. Always making content. Always, Always. making content. Always. Nonstop. Nonstop. Uh, do you know that there's a song that we used to listen to in the kitchen <laughs> oh, called Totino's Totino's Hot Pizza Rolls? And you enjoyed it. Up until yeah. the point that you lost your mind. I did. Also, I would I would get very stressed in the kitchen and I would start singing that on about <laughs> eight minute loops and Nicole was very concerned. I enjoyed it because I love pizza rolls. Also, <laughs> there's a very famous SNL sketch with Totino's pizza rolls that has over six million views. So what I'm trying to say is the cultural significance of a pizza roll is unbelievably larger than a bagel bite. People don't uh, uh, care about Unbelievably bagel larger. No, no, no. People don't care about bagel bites the way they care about pe- pizza rolls are like an after-school snack. You know what you're getting. They're compact. They come in 50-count bags. Yeah, the bags like can also be used for when you bonk your head and you put it on your head like a bag of peas. Isn't pizza rolls is an ice pack? Yes, of course. Well, I never had pizza. Again, my mom never bought pizza rolls because they were bad. So I didn't have pizza rolls until I worked here. <laughs> And we had to make a pizza roll milkshake. No, I remember so it was that. the first time I had a pizza roll. And it was a wonderful experience. As far as cultural significance goes, I do agree that they yeah. they have that. And, and I mean, the proof is in me maniacally singing that song to myself <laughs> for minutes and minutes. Uh, that said, Bagel Bites, they did. And I remember this. I believe it was in 2000. They sponsored the Winter X Games. This is during, I think, would have been around the rise of Sean White. Okay. No, maybe that was a little bit before him. Anyways, they sponsored the Winter X Games in 2000 and also got Tony Hawk to be a spokesperson. So Bagel Bites has tried to like jump on the cultural significance. They believe in themselves, which is something that I really appreciate because this is well, like no one else does. There's a reason we're not talking about. I think people do. I think Bagel, Bagel Bites have a cult following, and I think it needs to be more. I is... never. The, the, okay, first of all, a bagel bite and the ads look like a coronavirus. Have you ever seen them? <laughs> yes, bagel no. bites look like the coronavirus. Oh God, bagel bites! Don't sue us! Don't no, sue no. us! Don't sue us! They look when you look at the ads and the way they have those little are those pepperonis? 
square yeah, pieces of Yeah, I don't know if they can legally call meat, it pepperoni. Meat. A meat. It's meat. It's a meat. The, the meat squares. Meat it square. literally looks like the little nibbins little of, <laughs> of oh, God. I've seen that in literally everything. <laughs> there was a, a fine, uh, not a fine dining restaurant, but um, Alinea in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They made a dessert that looked like the coronavirus. That's cool. I kind of thought it was too, and everyone was like really mad at them. I think it's all. I think okay. So whenever food starts to mim- like, whenever food is like social commentary, yeah, it can get really messy. But some people do it right, and I think uh, Alinea normally, whenever they're doing some <laughs> crazy stuff, they're normally doing it right. But maybe that's just because I really want to go. I know. I think that's probably it. it's just like I I would love to go there yeah. and spend six hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah, I'm just uh, it's money just that the, I don't have exactly. It's just like a fantasy, and it's just like anything they do is yeah, cool. Yeah, so I don't <laughs> care. Like fill the balloon with apple. Like you know what I mean? They have like this balloon that mm-hmm. tastes like an apple jolly rancher and also has helium in it. Like what? I remember watching a, an interview with the chef who he was like the CDC at that Grand restaurant. Atkins? It wasn't Grand Atkins, though. It was like his um his Parker. CDC, like his his underling. Uh-huh. And I believe now he has gone on to do a bunch of things. Uh, maybe he used to do the open the restaurant in Santa Barbara. I don't know. But anyways, maybe he was he like to make bagel bites, maybe or pizza rolls. He was like, it took me three years to make apple balloon. And I was like, dang, man. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues, and the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. Okay, conceptually, what do you think is better? Take away how good bagel bites are and how good pizza rolls are. Because like we talked about, they're both cutting so much cost to create the cheapest snack food possible. Yeah. You know, Totino's pizza rolls, and I don't consider this necessarily a slight against them, Mm -hmm. but they don't even use mozzarella cheese. It literally just says mozzarella cheese substitute. Oh, now you're going to start caring about what things say on the label? I'm I'm just saying, I I want to remove... (laughs) That's rich. Remove... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now you're going to start caring about ingredients? (laughs) No, but removing what actually goes into those, what do you think is the better concept? Mini pizza bagels or little what a pizza roll is technically is a fried ravioli. Okay, the the appeal of a pocket that I mm-hmm. don't know what's in it excites me. <laughs> the bagel bite just lets it all out. You know what you're getting with that, but yeah. the but, but the <laughs> <laughs> Transparency versus opacity. <laughs> Big fan of opacity. Give me. I love mystery. I love a little mystery. Don't don't sell it all in one take. You know. I don't need to see all of that. Give me a little bit of you know secrecy. I, w- <laughs> I like it. That's why you love dudes in hats. 
Um, what? You like guys? I don't in, like guys that wear hats. No, you like you like you know a fedora and sunglasses type of girl. I've never ever <laughs> ever spoken to a man that wears a fedora. You know, like um or the, sunglasses. What was that show? Uh, the pickup artist on VH1. Oh yeah, I love that show. Yeah, his well, name was Mystery. Well, yeah, because yeah, he well, was hot. Yeah, that long he silken hair. Not <laughs> oh yeah, the long Mystery? silken hair and the big old hat. Mystery was not hot. Mystery had. A certain allure to him, okay? <laughs> Just uh, which you know, no. it was, yeah, the big fuzzy hat. I I read the Neil Strauss book, okay? Oh, God. I read it. I read that it. was a show that. I wish I would have had. I loved my latchkey kid lifestyle of just being able to watch whatever TV I wanted. I wish I had a parent in the room to explain the context of that show. Because I think I was like 13 years old, you know, uh-huh. being like, oh, my God, how do I talk to girls? And then in comes the pickup artist on VH1. Oh my and I'm like, well, these are adults on TV. They must be speaking truth. Why were you getting dating advice from VH1? That's, I don't know. That's the thing that that's the I spent eight hours in front of the TV a day and there was VH1. Anyways, what do you think is like, do you think that there is room to make an artisanal pizza pocket or mini pizza bagel. I think it's already been done. Like, But like an actual like good artisanal one. Like, do you think those, because I haven't seen any out there. I don't think, I mean, I'm sure people, like there's certain, there's like blog posts about it and stuff and people have made them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you mean like as a mass produce? Yeah, CPG, like ready to go to market. Which why one of those? Would you? No, why would you want either of those to be an artisanal product? They're fine the way they are. There's no need to have them become a higher quality product. Everyone thought, okay, so I've been on Clubhouse recently. And, oh, no. And she, oh. <laughs> and I'm, I'm all LLC brain right now. No, Got to find market caps. Where's the gap? Yesterday, there was one. They were talking all about CPGs, and they were like, oh my God. they were like, don't even try and get into the nut butter game because Justin's going to crush you. But people thought that nut butter was good as it is. And, and I mean, Laura Scudder's existed, and then Justin's came in and swooped the market and changed the game. So Why are room. you a part of this group now? What? Oh, this Clubhouse thing? Yes. Dude, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm out there networking. Why you know? are you I'm in out the there. CPG? I'm hopping in. Why are you in the CPG? I'll ask, a, I'll ask a question. You know, I listen to a lot of them. I was in you one. You need to find the white space, Josh. What? You need to find the white space. Yeah, wait, back to Clubhouse. Yeah, uh, Patty Stanger. <laughs> oh, know, my God. <gasps> she was giving dating advice. Is she still, is she married? I don't I know, she man. I don't know. But anyway, she was hosting a clubhouse giving dating advice and she was on, dude. She I was, love Patty Singer. I absolutely loved. I feel like she should marry John Taffer. I feel like Patty Singer should come on the podcast and talk about like the best aphrodisiacs. I would love that. I love her. Ladies, don't give it up. <laughs> you can't give it up right away, ladies. <laughs> I used to watch Millionaire Matchmaker far too much. It was such a good show. The guy had a cool beard. Did you ever see the guy with a cool beard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I love that Dustin, show. I think. Dustin. I don't know his name. He yeah. just had a cool spiky beard. He reminded me. Her cadre reminded me of Mysteries cadre. What's he had, like, a cadre? A cadre, like it's kind of like group, like a posse, you know. Group I've of never heard the word cadre. Cadre, cadre is a word, right? I'm sure it is. I just don't know this terminology. You could just say yeah. a group of friends. Yeah, they're a group of friends, but like friends doesn't. Cadre implies like a businessy. Stop like a speaking in artisanal pizza roll language. Come back down to regular pizza roll so language, I, please. What I'm what I'm getting at is that I think bagel bites and pizza rolls they are iconic for a reason, and I do agree with you that pizza rolls has a lion's share of the cultural capital right now. And I think they're very similar, right? Like, I wouldn't see either and be like, oh, man, you got pizza rolls instead of bagel bites or vice versa. I do prefer bagel bites. I think I'm coming at this from um, the ranch sponge theorem. I was going to bring up mm -hmm. ranch because do you put ranch on your bagel bites? Also, are bagel bites a breakfast item? Uh, I do, bagel bites have not been marketed as a breakfast item, missing which is very out. interesting. They're missing out. That is interesting. But I do uh, eat both with ranch. Yes, you do. Copious, copious amounts yeah, of yeah, ranch yeah. indeed. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah, and I like to 
just soak them. Not soak them, but I mean, for me, like, they're fine as they are, but I would prefer any sort of sauce. Like, I will dip them in barbecue sauce. To me, they're just a swipeable, sauceable sponge. The pizza rolls or the bagel bites? Both. And I think bagel okay. bites do a better job of it. Really? Because in my mind, because I'm thinking, well, also, I it's not fair because I've never had a bagel bite, but in my mind, the bread of a bagel bite is less spongier than that of a pizza roll. Well, no. So, interestingly, a pizza roll, I mentioned earlier that technically I would consider them a fried ravioli because yeah. if you do a deep dive, we, we were doing an episode of Snack Smash and I really dug into the ingredients list. There's no leavening agent whatsoever. So they're literally making like I see. essentially a pasta dough, right? It's just yeah. flour, water. Or, I mean, that's a dumpling skin, you know, similarly. Sure. Uh, and funnily enough, the maker of pizza rolls, I believe it's called uh, Gino's Foods, was the original makers before they sold it to Totino's, which is a subsidiary of Pillsbury or something. Gino Paolucci. Gino Paolucci. Yeah. Yeah. He was making um, egg rolls. Yes. Uh, frozen egg rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he used literally the same machine that would, like, you know, stuff these egg rolls. And he was just like, yeah, but what if pizza? That's my Im- I- impersonation of a man named Gino Paolucci. Uh, hey, but what if pizza? And then that's how Smart. it became a thing. Yeah. Brilliant. And so for me, it's like, what do you, what pizza experience are you after? Do you want the sauce and maybe legally considered pepperoni and cheese flavor? Or do you want the leaven in the bread? So it's like that's what you're that's what you're trading for me know. with pizza rolls versus bagel bites because I want the leavened bread because it soaks up the ranch. <laughs> I see. Wow, that's so yeah. interesting. I never even thought of mm-hmm. it that way. Which one gives you a more accurate pizza experience if that's important to you? And well, it might I not don't. Be. I don't think that's important whenever you're eating a uh, pizza roll or Certainly. bagel bite. I don't think that's the reason why you're eating them. I, I agree. You're and eating them. Because mom made pizza rolls. Because mom made pizza rolls. I, yeah, you know I was gonna, I was gonna sneak it in there. Mom got the bagel bites. No. That doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't have the same ring. That's interesting. Because when I'm eating a hot pocket, yes. I don't like. I'm eating a pepperoni pizza hot pocket, which is not in my top five hot pocket flavors. What's your favorite hot pocket? Favorite flavor? hot pocket. It, this is purely nostalgia from childhood. If but, you say broccoli. Okay, no broccoli's number three. Oh no. Um, and and. We, like, got him for the show for smell, something because I was like, this like is beauty. my favorite. And everyone was like, I think Link almost threw up. Yeah, they're gnarly. And I tasted it and I was like, I still really enjoy the broccoli turkey cheddar hot pocket. No, 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 no. Ham and cheese is great. Yeah. Uh, the meatballs and marinara, for some reason, do it more for me than mm-hmm. the pizza one. Okay. But barbecue. Oh, I've never had the barbecue hot pockets It before. is just, like, sweet. They, they also did a whole line of food, L.A. food truck-inspired hot pockets. No way. I wrote a great personal essay they about did? it. They did? Yeah, so K- Komodo, Smart. Komodo truck. I remember Komodo truck. Yeah, Are they, they still active? Uh, they have a brick and mortar in um, like Pico area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's really great. They did like this Asian taco beef hot pocket, like some no offensively way. named thing. But it was like, you know, it's kind of like a sugary, spicy thing with beef in it. Yeah. But I'm not like eating that to eat pizza, even if it is a pepperoni sure. pizza hot pocket. I'm eating it for the hot pocket, which I think you could say the same thing with the pizza roll. Yes, and the same for a bagel bite, no? Or is a bagel yeah. bite a pizza... I think Bagel Bites at least, at least a closer to a pizza experience if that's important to you. Is it really, though? Like a smidge. Like a smidge, a smidge. A smidge. But it's like, an, uh, it's like an, it's an unnecessary smidge. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think the bigger thing here mm-hmm. is that neither of them are the best frozen pizza product. Then what is? <laughs> Red Baron French bread pizza, baby. That is the oh number one frozen but that's pizza just product. Pizza. It's not. It's French it's bread pizza. It's the same thing as a bagel fr- bite. It's, they no, just need it's to make it smaller. Not. They need to make it smaller. A French bread pizza is not the same thing as a bagel yeah, bite. Yeah, you're taking like a, 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 a leavened bready thing and you are covering it in pizza <laughs> ingredients that are not typically made with pizza. 
It's very similar. No, no, the, 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 no. <laughs> Bagel bites <laughs> small, French bread long. True. That's what I'm saying. They need to make the French bread. They need to make little like French bread pizza bites or like a tear. Oh, you share. mean a bagel, like a bagel bite? Okay, Ooh. but like a bagel bite, but like the bagel. Okay, you've never had a bagel bite. You've had a Sara Lee bagel before, right? Sure. It's it's like more cake than bagel. It's like a yeast cake. It's so sugary. It's like waxy and leathery. I guess, yeah. It is leathery. Uh-huh. And that's the same thing that's in a bagel bite, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of waxy, leathery bagel, and there's just so much sugar in it that, like, it's not even the taste of sugar, and it's certainly not me complaining about the nutrition facts on it. Sure. But I think it doesn't make as good of a product as something like Red Baron French Bread Pizza, which to me is just why it gets crusty throw, and light. Why you gotta throw a great product in there like that? Why I, can't we just debate about uh, uh, because these, it's these... but it's in the same Nicole. It's the same echelon. I don't think so. I think it's in the frozen pizza category. I think you are just deflecting but because should, you know bagel, because <laughs> you know bagel bites are not as good as pizza rolls. So you're trying to throw a wrench in there so you can win this debate. I shall not let this happen. <laughs> not in my court of law. California Pizza <laughs> Kitchen needs to do a collab with Brugger's Bagels, and they need to make barbecue chicken mini pizza bagels on an everything bagel. And that is the final answer. Okay, yes, I agree with that. But don't be throwing Red Bear and French bread pizza up in the mix. Right, where, does, where does Mama Celeste fit into this? Because you can Mama take Mama Celeste number one. <laughs> Mama Celeste, Mama Celeste Supreme Pizza, which costs eight cents more than the cheese and pepperoni, but it's got the fennel seed sausage on it with the little green bits. Is really great, and you can roll it up. It's so thin and spongy that you, you can roll, roll it, it like a sushi roll and cut it into pieces and eat that. I was gonna say we should make a hamburger out of Mama Celeste pizzas. That's a party to me. You get fifty, you get fifty to sixty Mama Celeste pizzas. Yeah. They cost seventy cents each, and they're delicious. Yeah, and you just stack them on top of each other, Extreme and then couponer. guests, yeah, yeah, and then guests can come in and they can just kind of you know take a Mama Celeste and they can hold it as like a plate, so they can pile yeah. other foods on top of it. They put wow. the hummus. Oh my they God. put the guacamole on the Mama Celeste pizza. That should be one of my stations at my wedding. <laughs> did, did you go to the Mama Celeste station yet? She, she, it's actually we're sponsored by Mama Celeste. Like, it's right next to the McDonald's French fries and the Dino Nuggets. Gosh. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> if you've never had bagel bites and you were kind of a late adopter to pizza rolls, did you grow up with any like frozen poppable appetizer? That was like your thing growing up, or did you guys like not not eat like that in the household? I'm trying to think. It was probably just chicken nuggets. Yeah, poppable, poppable, poppable. They're poppable. Pe- uh, pe- pizza rolls are poppable. Bagel bites are not. It's true. B- uh, bagel bites are a two biter. I don't yes. mind that. Though. I don't mind oh, that. I also, see. speaking of pizza rolls being poppable, I think pizza rolls are liable to cause serious injury. What are pizza rolls? But yeah, but like so are millions of other foods that are in a pocket. Agreed, but not bagel bites because bagel bites are transparent, but not opaque. Know, but you know what you're getting? No, no, no. But at the same time, that's the mystery. When you bite into a, ba- when you bite want, into a pizza roll, injury to be the mystery. You might burn the roof of your mouth, but that's okay because you knew what you were getting yourself into because it was covered. You know, with a, I told you with a bagel bite, you know what you're getting. You can see the steam escaping. You know what's going on. With a pizza roll, there is a certain level of mystery that you have to accept, which is why it is a more enjoyable experience because you might burn the roof of your mouth. It might be frozen in the middle. You don't know, but that's the fun about it. So it's almost not even the mystery of the pizza roll that appe- that appeals to you. It's the sense of trust that you it's need to danger. have. It's the danger. <laughs> it's the danger. Pizza rolls ride motorcycles and that's hot. <laughs> also, uh, one reason I <laughs> prefer pizza rolls, the, uh, their Twitter handle is an anthropomorphized pizza roll named uh-huh. Pete. Zerol, first name Pete, last name Zerol. Zerol, two L's? Yeah, so wow, pronounced nice. Pete Zerol, yeah. pizza roll. Yes, yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. And good. so the fact that they've personified pizza rolls into a, a, a Twitter persona, I don't want to talk smack on them because I'm afraid of hurting Pete Zerol's feelings. Pete Zerol yeah. is a cultural phenomenon. 
I agree. This with is that. the first time I've heard about them, though. <laughs> so just the fact that 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 exists just should show how important pizza rolls are in the culinary canon yeah. of the United States of America. I agree with that, and I think it is it is like a great little story of invention yeah. of you know uh, Gino Paolucci using the little egg roll filler to to stuff some pizza rolls. But I will say, I believe the Bagel Bites and Pizza Roll camp, y'all need a ceasefire because you are so much more alike than you are different. That's true. You both love greasy little cost-cutting snack foods that could be made infinitely better if any company decided to jump into the market. But they can't because you love Bagel Bites and Pizza Rolls. I think the head of the Pizza Roll family and the head of the Bagel Bites family need to meet at the table and share a Red Bear and French Red Pizza and call it a day. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the universe. It's time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Faster. Okay, on three. One, two, three. Opinions, Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Harmony and understanding. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? I say a different thing. I say Twitterverse, internet, universe. I say different things every time. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares what we say. Harmony and understanding. It's the age of casseroles. All right. At Dr. Underscore Mythos. This is a good one. The hot and spicy McChicken is the perfect fast food sandwich. Did they, is it still on the menu? I don't know because I've never had it, but my favorite spicy chicken sandwich other than Popeye's is Jack in the Box. Okay, Jack, everyone jumped on this 99 cent. Yeah, cheese doesn't deserve to be on a fried chicken sandwich. Cheese does not go on a fried chicken sandwich. Um, Carl's Jr. is my favorite budget hot and spicy chicken sandwich. And the funny thing about McDonald's spicy McChicken is that like, it it is very good. So were their spicy McNuggets. Yeah, they were good. But the weird thing is, I don't associate McDonald's with any spicy flavor profile. Yeah, I don't. So I don't want. I agree. It. I don't think McDonald's should be spicy. McDonald's yeah. should be base level. It's just a base. Agreed. Food. It's it's there's these like core competencies in fast food restaurants that yeah. I kind of don't like when they stray from. Yeah. Like Taco Bell. Like I their chicken nuggets were good. I mean their fries are mm, good. They have t- chicken nuggets at they, Taco They called them like chicken nachos. They're just triangular shaped nuggies. Oh, but they would put stuff on them. Like no, you just they they'd serve it with uh they'd serve it with just a cup of nacho cheese. They put like they called their nacho fries nacho fries and they put stuff on top of them. Okay. But they called them just like chicken nachos or ch- no, chicken chips? Chicken, chicken chips. chips. I, think. I think chicken they were chicken chips. chips. Yeah, but it was just, it was a triangle nugget and like they were fine nuggets, but like 
I'm at Taco Bell because I want that soupy beef and the fire sauce and the sour yeah. cream. You know what you're getting when you I'm at there. McDonald's because I just want hot, steamy mayonnaise, yeah. iceberg lettuce, and that spongy bun. No, it makes sense. And so despite the fact the hot and spicy McChicken was very good, it's like not what I go to McDonald's for. And I go to Carl's Jr. to get that instead. And they put, instead of shreddis, they do a whole sheet of iceberg, which I prefer. Which I prefer. I like that too. Me too. I don't like shreddis on my chicken sandwiches. Me neither. I like because you can get a denser core of iceberg. Yes. Uh-huh. Thank you. you. the crunch. So smart. Crayman00 says, crinkle cut fries are the worst form of potato. Um, I think they're okay. They're not the best and they're not the worst. They're like straight in the middle. I think they're the worst fry. Mm-hmm. For, okay. no, for, for no reason other than the fact that you and I have talked about this. I don't I, like shoestring. You don't like shoestring? Shoestrings are sometimes like Father's Office does the shoestrings. I don't like them. And it's nice to like just pick up like 50 and dunk it in whatever aioli that's just like mayonnaise and tarragon or whatever. I don't <laughs> just, like it. Just bleh. Uh, but no, crinkle cut, I just, I get infuriated by any vegetables that are made with pinking shears. Oh, stop it. We already talked about this. I, I know, I don't my, like it. I love my crinkle cut knife. It does so many cute things. Whenever I like made a platter, whenever someone comes over, I do a little crinkle cut on the <laughs> cucumber. I do a crinkle cut on the <laughs> carrot. I love it. I think I, I like it, but it's not the best vehicle for potato. There is a uh, tweet from years ago from Helen Rosner, one of the best food writers out there. Also, uh-huh. she should definitely come on the show. Okay, come uh, Helen. That I identify with a lot. She just said, like, thought about making pickled red onions for dinner, figured it was too precious, made pickled white onions instead. And I agree with that. Because, like, what? pickled red onions, they're, they're precious. They're, they're little they're pink. pink pops uh, on your plate. And so many places use it for, like, sort of Instagram bait. And, like, I use it for my own food. Precious. But it's precious. Huh. Whereas pickled white onions, you get the same flavor profile. But, you know, people aren't as into it because it doesn't look as pretty. And that's how I feel with crinkle cut fries. I'm like, they're, they're too precious. You know, really? you've, you've shown me that you care more about the food's appearance than the actual cook on the fries. And well, I don't agree with it. Some people can say that the surface area of the fry and it creates these divots mm-hmm. that make picking up sauce easier. Yeah, I've never had a problem picking up sauce in my fries. I've <laughs> been like, oh, keep slipping off the edge, you know? <laughs> I, I, I hear that argument, um, but, you know, to me, they're, they're, they're precious. They're gilding the lily. You're so weird. <laughs> no offense. That's weird. You think pink... I, I, I don't understand the precious angle. I think you should eat precious things. I think I your body too. is precious and you should do things that make it feel good, like eat a crinkle cut fry. Your body's a temple. Shove crinkle cut fries <laughs> and, covered in cheese. And pickled red onions. <laughs> That's a good combo. Yeah. Just just fries, pick, cheese, and pickled onions? Yeah. I don't see an issue it's with a lovely that. dish. Yeah. All right. At WW White 1069... Why is it pizza rolls and not mini calzones? It's not a roll because he owned an egg roll company, which we just covered this. Which, but no, I guess this this is a good question though. Like, why brand it as a pizza roll? Because the lettering mini calzone would be too expensive to yeah. put on the box, and pizza rolls is easier to say and it's less money. To also, print. pizza rolls came out in in the nineteen sixties when like. I don't know how popular calzones were in the late 60s because, like, pizza didn't really experience its boom in America till like, the mid-50s. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm wondering if, like, calzones were, like, you know, a bridge too far and they were just like, oh, we got this newfangled pizza creation that's out. I own an egg roll factory. Smash the two words together. Pizza rolls. Also, it's not 11 dough. Rafa underscore SRHS says mayo improves bad spaghetti. Again, with your burner accounts. <laughs> Let's Josh, go. I can't. Let's go. I can't. Too many burner <laughs> accounts, man. Enough is enough. Uh, I've never put mayo in spaghetti before like this. I've done it. But, you know, <laughs> I love putting mayo in like uh, pasta salads. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, but here's another question. I, I've never added mayo to like a hot 
spaghetti pomodoro before. Yeah. No, I, I I can imagine that I would probably enjoy it as long <laughs> as the sauce isn't hot enough to 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 cook it. Cook the mayonnaise. Um, that said, I did once make like a pasta salad with spaghetti, and people were like sickened by it. Like you'd eat macaroni salad is just macaroni, mayonnaise, sugar, and then like some other little crunchies. Mm-hmm. That's like a very popular dish, and I enjoy it. So why not make that with spaghetti? But slurping mayonnaise, people slurp. get disgusted. It's the noodle. I I firmly believe that certain noodles should shouldn't be in other places. <laughs> like some noodles serve their purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I agree. Like pesto with long noodles doesn't make sense to me. Mm, yeah. Pesto with like a short little noodle, but not too short, not like a dil- like cavatelle, like a dilatini, d- dilatini. Dil- oh yeah, yeah. dilatini like one. wouldn't work with yeah. pesto, but like orzo would work with pesto. Mm. But like long noodles, like a like a tagliatelle, no, it doesn't work. I don't know. I want to slurp up this mayonnaise. Getty. I mean, I could imagine the tomato sauce mixing with the mayonnaise to kind of I taste can't. like vodka sauce. Uh, no, no, it wouldn't. It would not taste <laughs> like vodka sauce. Nicole's no. shutting that down real fast. No, no, no. All right, at Zayn Rafat. Hey, from Egypt. Hey there, from Burbank. Hey. Hey, Egypt, this is Burbank calling. Um, Cairo is Burbank's sister city, actually. <laughs> fun fun fact. Are you serious? They call Cairo the Burbank of Egypt. <laughs> Are you uh, being serious? No. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Mayonnaise is not a dipping sauce. Uh, I disagree. It's kind of invented to be a dipping sauce. It's become a spread. Yeah, it's it serves as both. But like just just dipping vegetables in mayonnaise like a crudite. No, I mean, you you and your mayonnaise. Uh, well, no, that's of, that's like why it was invented. That's weird. why it was invented, right? Like it was. Uh, you look at the the Battle of Mahon or whatever, where the French beat the Spanish, uh, and then this was their victory meal of like crudite and aioli. But How long ago was that? I don't know, like 200 years they had yeah, good taste yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mean? 200 years ago. Now I understand if you think mayonnaise is a little bit off-putting. I get it because we're weak and we are uh, <laughs> we are not well-adjusted people anymore. <laughs> But yeah, too weak to just <laughs> to just slurp down mayonnaise. Uh, wake up, sheeple. <laughs> Heather underscore Ormi says plain McDonald's cheeseburger with tartar sauce is fire. You are a sick individual. <laughs> All it is is Thousand Island without the ketchup. That sounds fine. No, 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 <laughs> no. They put something else in there. Is it horseradish? No, it's, it's like citric acid, uh, pickle juice, and, ew. <laughs> and mayonnaise. Bro, ew. Nah. Nah, fam. Nah. I'll, I'll let that one lie. I won't fight it. All right. At Nerminator777, coconut shavings ruin desserts for me. They are the, I don't want to say it. <laughs> They're the pubic hair <laughs> They're the, the pubic hair. world. <laughs> High five. Wait, uh, has someone, is, are we quoting something or do no. we just have that independent no, thought? No, Josh. This is, we are singular. It's little toasted. And again, for anyone trying to edit this podcast, pubic hair is a natural part of life. It exists. <laughs> it's weirder if we don't talk about it. Um, but <laughs> that said, I love coconut shavings and not in context of the thing that we just said. I mean, I, it's neutral on, you know, I think it's people's own decision to put coconut on their desserts or not. But anyways, <laughs> I, I really love the meaty chew of God, I can't talk about this. I enjoy coconut. I'm I sorry like you don't. I coconut shavings on my desserts. I think they're delicious and they add a nice textural contrast to a smooth, silky filling. <laughs> and I'm done with that concept. Yeah, now. doesn't uh, doesn't talking about it after the first thing you said make it real weird to say anything? <laughs> yeah. I didn't like when I said meaty chew. <laughs> I said smooth, silky custard or something. Uh, oh, like speaking this. of which, Ronizi, my friend Ronell, hi Ronell, says key lime pie or flan. Two very different desserts here. Comparing them seems uh I feel like they childish. were at a restaurant and yeah. they were just like, oh God, I got to make a decision. Or Let's... maybe he wants to know what I want for my birthday. Uh. So Ronell, please make me a flan. 
I yeah, flan is to me the far superior dessert. I actually don't enjoy key lime pie almost at all. I'm okay with it. I mean, lemon in desserts is very polarizing, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I per- I love uh, lemon bars. I also love yeah. to make like curds out of passion fruit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But lime, especially key lime, can be a little bit too acidic and it can like hurt my teeth sometimes yeah. with the coldness of the custard. That's so. where I'm at. I mean, key limes specifically are very, are they the same as Colima limes? I think I think so. Yeah, I, mean, I might be wrong. They're though. very tart biting and they have this kind of like slight bitterness, which I, I really enjoy in yeah. dishes, like especially like a ceviche with key lime to me is like really fantastic. Almost got this grapefruitiness to it. But for me, key lime pie is just like, very overbearing. It's overbearingly sweet and overbearingly sour and yeah. not enough to counter that. Yeah. It was like lemon meringue pie to me is fantastic. Uh, but flan to me is, I mean, it, what a what a fantastic dessert. And my so many m- different cultures make it. My mom calls it creme caramel. That's so funny because that yeah. is essentially what it is, right? Like yeah. flan, Spanish, creme caramel. I love French. flan. I just slurp it out of the container. Yeah. So good. I mean, flan in a toothpaste tube. <laughs> All right, at Ali underscore Rez, ramen is better than pho. Don't pit two noodle queens against each other. This is my other friend. Yeah. <laughs> this is my friend Ali Reza, who was uh, my best friend in high school. Uh, yeah, I agree. Ramen is better than pho, but they're two different experiences. Like pho has a very clean, easy to eat. I could eat pho every day. Ramen mm. is like a once a week like special well, it, thing for me. It's funny because so much of the ramen that we get in LA, or when we think of ramen, we think of tonkotsu, right? Yes, Which is we like do. True. Super heavy pork based broth. Yeah. But if you get like a tori shio ramen, mm-hmm. uh, so like a chicken, you know, salt based broth. Which I've had. Yeah, I've had that here too. Yeah, super, yeah. super clean. Like, I mean, really fantastic. And also, there's a lot of different styles of pho. You go from the north to the south. You got like the, you know, pho gad, like chicken pho yeah. is like super light and clean. Um, and so, I mean, both have different regionalities to them. Also, though, I would I would say explore different Vietnamese and Japanese noodles. Sure, because there's a lot of fantastic Mazamen? Vietnamese noodle soups. Isn't that what's Mazamen? Uh, Mazamen's a dry, dry a dry ramen. ramen. But I mean, I like you got that. like you know uh, udon and like oh. you know soba. Um, oh, I love udon. A lot of great stuff. And then in the Vietnamese canon, I mean, you got bun bo hue. Bun yeah. bo hue is I mean like super rich. You got the pork blood cubes in there. Super heavy beef broth. Uh, Mi quang, another fantastic Vietnamese noodle soup. Uh, bun ryu. There's like a crab and tomato I've noodle soup. I've never had that one before. Dude, they're good. And also there's a lot of Vietnamese noodle soups that are uh, wheat noodle and not um, not rice noodle. Interesting. And yeah. Uh, anyways, oh, that's, no, that's I, my grandstanding. When I eat ramen, I just feel like it's a treat. Yeah. Pho it's is like a cheat a, meal. Yeah. Ramen is a cheat meal and pho is just something that – I guess it's just the, the heaviness of the broth. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm choosing pho probably seven times out of ten, maybe eight times out of ten over ramen just because I personally prefer – I love the fresh herbs, love the aromatics with yeah. all the star anise and cinnamon. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, shout out to Forage in uh, in Palms. Yeah, I love Forage. Forage does good work. They do good work. Meal underscore Messina says, put a little citric acid in cinnamon sugar, please. It will change your life. That's a really interesting take. Mm. And I'm going to do it. Hmm. What do you think it would do? I don't know. He or she or they say that it's really good. So I don't know. I want to try it now. I'm really I'm really curious because I've I've had some desserts that have too much cinnamon in them. Cinnamon almost tastes a little bit sour and acrid to me when it gets overbearing. And so okay. I would be like, I'm curious if the citric acid almost like faces that and kind of like, you know, neutralizes that that tendency that I would taste it or if it would just make it worse for me. But either way, we have all these ingredients in the kitchen. We should try it. For sure. If I can can grandstand again for a second, salt all your desserts way more heavily. Like salt I them like you would a steak. Salt my desserts all the time. I even salt. I salted my oatmeal this morning. 
I always salt my oatmeal. Ah. And it makes everything more delicious. It makes the berries more berry. It makes the cinnamon more cinnamony. It makes the oat more oaty. Salt is the baseline from which all flavor harmonies are written. Okay, Beethoven. Whatever you say. <laughs> okay, Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions or Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Enhendizade with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at MythicalKitchen. Are you on your pizza rolls? Yeah. Yo, use we Bagel do. Bites at slider buns though that's fun oh yeah that's, that's a fun. good idea that's fun time for the kids <laughs> fun time for the kids kids <laughs>